The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. Let's go, baby! Are you ready for a break? Uh, yes. Are you ready for a break? Absolutely. Ready for a break? Yeah, and um, so much for that. It's time for The Break on DallasCowboys.com. We were on the break! With Nick Eatman, David Hellman, Ambar Garcia, and Derek Eagleton. Hi, guys. Welcome back to another episode of The Break. I believe this is our last one uh, for a few days, right? We won't be back here on Monday. Derek, do you know the schedule? We will not be here on Monday. We will not be here on Tuesday. We will do shows on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Well, there you go. I believe Monday we are joint show. Yes, joint show. One joint show. And I think it's going to be Dave. I don't think so. Amber. I don't think so. I definitely, Nick, definitely yeah. And uh, and maybe somebody I else. I think I the best chance for anyone to be to be here. Wow. You know who that is, right? Dixon. TD. Tony Dixon. <laughs> Safety from Alabama. He yeah. was. You know what? He, Tony Dixon was the last player picked from Alabama on Bo this Scarborough. team since Bo Scarborough. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. Which is kind of interesting that they have so For those many people athletes, listening, so many really good players. He just walked past behind yeah. us. Yeah. Yeah. Calvin Hill. Uh, Calvin Hill, you know, former player <laughs> who played, you know, this rookie, is such a rookie of the year, blah, 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 you know, but but then Tony Dixon. Yeah. So, this yeah. is our lives, though, right? I like it. Uh, the, the best chance for a guy to be on the show Monday would be you. Really? Yeah, I think so. That's interesting. I think so because. <laughs> This guy's out of town, going home. Woo! Doesn't get to go nice. home often, okay. and yeah. is going to take advantage. Going to New Orleans, you going to bring some food back? Uh maybe I could. I mom's could making really appre- mom's making gumbo on Christmas Eve. Ooh, mm. yes, Dave, mm. you would be my best friend in the world if you bring me back a bowl. I'll try. Dave is going to New Orleans three times in three weeks. Maybe I'm, I'm, I'm calling. Maybe it. he's calling it. Going home. Oh. Then you got a wedding. On home for Christmas. Uh-huh. I'm in a wedding on uh, Wild Card Saturday. Let's hope which that's a Sunday game. Really it's going to be a Sunday could game. Could use the Cowboys playing on a Sunday. And then if the Cowboys win, they would more than likely be going to New Orleans to play the Saints. So three times. Right. In, three times. In, I can't complain. If it'd it, be nice if, if, if it all if, works out that well, I can't complain. It would be nice if your friend or whoever's getting married would have just pushed that one week and you were already going to be there, right? I know. And you I could know. just do wedding and then game, right? That would have been nice. Life would have been really nice. Life is never that convenient. You You're know? right about that. It's okay. Yeah. Oh, well. I First think. world problem. <laughs> oh, well. Oh, well. <laughs> oh, well. Let's make this a good show since we won't be here for a while. So, Nick, don't mess it up. All right. All right, let's start off with inactives. Don't let for me this read this. <laughs> Don't no. let you read the Inactives. All right, inactives, let's just go for it. Um, inactives, apparently, yeah. Zach Martin is looking pretty good. He seems like he's going to be ready to go. Could be as tough this week as they've been in a while because of how much everybody's rounding into good health. I mean, yeah, because I, I was at practice a few minutes ago, and I mean, it's just Irving and Swain. Those are the only two guys that are. Yep. That those, are, are those are two. Mike there White will be the third. Yeah. But then, is Tavon Austin healthy enough to be active for this game? Do you want him active for this game? Uh, Zach Martin, I would bet my life he's going to play, but do you feel comfortable how, sitting how in offensive line? How involved has Tavon Austin been in, at practice he's been as far lim- as doing reps and stuff? He's been limited all week. Like uh, we said yesterday, he was part of the pre-practice walkthrough yesterday. I don't know about today. But are they listing him as? Limited. Wow. Then he ain't playing. I, I kind of feel like he sits this week, too. Which I I know that's frustrating for people to hear at home. Dang it! But you know, you work him back deliberately. You more than likely are going to play a playoff game, so you got that to look forward to as well. So. Sean Lee showed up as limited again. 
I Bill think hamstring. Mike White, Tavon Austin, Jeff Swain, Charlie David Irving was uh, driving today, driving a golf cart. That's what he was mm. doing today. Fascinating. You should have seen the scene at practice. Uh, real quick. Yeah. No. Go ahead. They, I, they I do a there. thing. I don't know where this started, but they do a thing where coaches or staff members will catch an onside kick. Okay. Like the, the whole team's around and they'll just onside kick and Ben Bloom, yeah. linebackers coach. He he does it most of the time, but they have other other guys that do it, and you you watch more of these. This is a Friday thing. Yeah, it's a Friday tradition. Yeah. Well, today it was a, usually it's just like, hey, Ben Bloom's going to do it. He comes over and catches this onside kick. Everyone goes crazy, whatever. Today, Ben Bloom, they said is going to do it. Well, he wasn't there. Like, where's Ben? He's up up in the like in the stands, and he comes down, and they've got a golf cart over there, and then he like. The linebackers are all driving. He's driving it. Sean is, and the, he he gets like kind of like a wrestling entrance. He comes in, and then <laughs> wow. all of a sudden, this is a production. Then, Do you have on a robe, like not really, okay. but no, no fireworks. No. Then no, better than that. Then they huddle up, and all of a sudden, LeBron style, just like the powder, just comes flying in the air. And Ben's ready to do this. He gets it. I oh, hope my he, God. I hope he caught it after he all ca- this. Uh, oh, yeah, really? He really couldn't see for a second because all that was in the way. And he's like, hold on. And then he kicks it right to him. He catches it. Yeah. Good for him. And, what you know, an intro. And I looked over at, at Rob, and I, was, I just remembered the one quote from Dak yesterday. And he was like, you know, we're hungry and we're humbled by what happened last week. And I'm just like, humbled? Yeah. Kidding. It's Friday. Right. You want them you to gotta be excited. Keep it and just, no, no, you just to be and, and they, they look ready to I mean they look very upbeat and, and having a good hopefully they have a good practice. And I, I think this needs to be said because there's some fan out there right now that's saying, Oh my god, they're so not no. focused. Take this seriously. <laughs> understand that when you have a team and you have a team for how many weeks, not only a yeah. seventeen week season, but you've had them since training camp. You have to do things like this to keep guys engaged, to to keep it light so that they're not so so focused to where they're they're too much in their own head. So you gotta you gotta build camaraderie. You gotta build team. It's, like all that stuff's a part of it. So don't get don't get nervous, guys. It's okay. It's, it's a right. game. Right. It's it a really a game. important game that's worth a lot of money, but it's a game. Right. And fun stuff like that is supposed to happen. It needs to happen. All I could fun. think about was Ben Bloom, and I'm thinking he's got both feet right in the building. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt about that. There, there was a time when it, we didn't know what Ben Bloom. I mean, he's had 18 different titles here moving around. Now he's the linebackers coach, and, and the linebackers are pretty good. And not just not just those two. Sean's good, of course. And Damian Wilson's played well. And you know, I mean, they, they, that's a good group. It's probably one of the better groups they have. And that was one of our biggest the worries. They have. You think it is? And yes. Top to bottom? Yeah. And that's a really a great point because one of the things we've talked about with the quarterback coach is his lack of experience with an inexperienced quarterback. Well, he's got a lot of linebackers on that crew that are not as experienced. He's not as experienced, yet they're still being able to, to kind of figure that out. Maybe that's because of his coaching. Maybe there are other things at play there. Maybe Sean helps a little mm-hmm. bit there as well. But it is, I think it does deserve to be pointed out that he's doing a good job, even with limited experience. Yeah. Let me give you one one player, though, to watch is Anthony Brown. Anthony Brown didn't practice uh, yeah. much today. Mm-hmm. He's not practicing right now. Back spasms. Jordan Lewis is going to get a lot of playing time in this game. And spasms will be one of those things that you see Sunday. Maybe he gets a chance to, to do some stuff. But Are you starting to feel a little more confident with what Jordan Lewis can bring for you or like do for yeah. you on the field? You know, you know, I said before the season started, I said my bold prediction is that at the end of going into next year, you'll have NFL will have the best cornerback duo in the league will be in Dallas. And – 
I thought Cheeto and Jordan Lewis would be the guys. Not the case. Byron and Cheeto, and I may not be that wrong. Best di- best duo in the league. One two punch and cornerbacks. I don't think you're Chicago. Don't they have Fuller, Amukamara? I mean, they're. Uh, I'm trying to think. I think Cheeto's had a really good year. I mean, he he's he's yeah. had, doesn't have any what, one interception. I don't think he has had, one. Yeah, I mean, he almost had one. Well, yeah, he almost had yeah. three in uh, that Washington game. I think it yeah. was. Going into the season, you would have said Kansas City, but Peters has not played up to his. Well, Peters is gone now. The Rams. I'm sorry. I would have said actually. I was meaning the Rams. There you go. Well, but he hasn't played up to what what the expectations were. Yeah, yeah, they were expected. I think by most people to be the best. It's been a good. It's been a good group. And Anthony Brown has played well. So to answer your question about Jordan Lewis, when he does little niche roles and stuff like that, he's pretty good. But you know, he's going to have his hands full. Somebody's going to have to go with Deshaun Jackson a lot and and Mike Evans and Humphreys. And and Humphreys got Brown can't play. Then Lewis is going to have to deal with that. Which. I have confidence in him to do it, but that's a tough draw. This this passing attack is a tough draw. It's the only thing the Bucks do well. Yeah, and yep. and you can say, well, he's stuck with with Kamara and all that, but Kamara's not a route runner. I mean, he can do it, but I mean, Humphreys is in this league because he can stop on a dime and cut and do what Beasley does and all that. It was eight snaps. He played great against the Saints. He played eight snaps. So Lewis, now you're talking. They didn't do it. Yeah, you're talking forty to sixty. If if Brown keep an eye on go, that so. with Anthony Brown. Yeah. So you have sure. three inactives right now. Covington? Ooh. I mean, that, that. Mike White, Tavon Austin. Covington is probably a good so Tavon bet. Austin, you think definitely? I, I think so. That's just, a, I mean, somebody's got to sit. And Tavon's still coming back from that groin. He's limited. And like I said, like, you, you're probably getting a playoff game out of this. So I think I think Tavon sits. I could be wrong. Covington, one if of the not, offensive if linemen. Not, right? If That's, not. I don't know, though. Because, I mean, do you trust? No, I, I'm not doing I don't that. think I'm you can sit an offensive if, lineman if you in can, If you can figure out a way to get. Yeah. Martin active, you still feel like you need Redmond just you have to, how many times I mean, how many times has it happened where Sag has needed to come out yes. the field? And That's like three times, right? Yeah. Or two Sufilo. or three. We don't know what I mean, Suofilo, that could be a situation where the only thing about Suofilo though is either you can or can't play. It's yeah. not something where he starts playing and it's like, Oh, I really can't yeah, yeah, play. Yeah. Like he take sh- a hit to the head and you've already got issues there and you can't I I'm I'm going with eight. I'm, I would never know they, about Tyron. Yeah, I, I think with Martin, for sure, that makes it where you should. I don't want to sit an offensive yes. lineman. Yeah. Uh, I, I expect Taco to be active after Jerry Jones' comments this week. I guess we'll see. Yeah. Karan Reed, probably. Karan Reed. Only guy that sit. made a play on defense last week, but he's probably going to be inactive. Covington could sit. Uh, if Anthony Brown can't go, then he would sit. Does that get us to seven? Like, it, this is. Yeah. So it's, tough. it's been very clear cut for about a month now because there have been so many guys getting ruled out on Fridays, but it it should be a little bit of a debate this week. Yeah. Darius Thompson is a guy that could get. Yeah. You know. Yeah. If, if, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> All right. Well, let's go ahead and take an early break this time. Um, I want to get to a lot of questions from you guys listening. If you want to tweet at us at Cowboys Break or give us a call at. Derek, what's the number? One eight 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 five five two two nine seven. Oh, is that right? Yeah, sure. Oh, curious. you learned it. Let's go with it. It's been the number for like twenty years, but I don't know if that's right. Anyway, eight 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 five five two two nine seven. All right, give us a call, and then when we come back, we'll get to those, and then we'll also get into game day predictions. If you're like me and you love, I mean, if you have a thing, then cutting the cord is scary. But then I found out I could switch to DirecTV now and still get the live sports I love. No satellite needed, no bulky hardware, no annual contract, just... 
and get the live sports you love. Try DirecTV now for $10 a month for three months. Visit DirecTVNow.com. DirecTV Now, more for your thing. That's our thing. Use code REALDEAL. Limited time. Price for a little package. After three months, renews monthly at full price. Currently minimum $40 and less canceled. Prices may change. New subscribers only. Cancel any time. Content varies by package and may be limited. Restrictions apply. Do you want the most interesting, up-to-the-minute Dallas Cowboys news straight from the star in Frisco? How about exclusive and on-command? That's right. News and nuggets you can't find anywhere else. With our exclusive Cowboys content on Alexa, you can have all the answers, secrets, stories, and more. What's Stephen Jones thinking during a game? What's Joe Looney's favorite pregame meal? We take your questions to Cowboys players and coaches, and you can hear the answers directly back to you. Just say, Alexa, open Dallas Cowboys. Star Sports Tours is the only official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, offering exclusive game weekend travel packages with sideline access and photo ops with current players, alumni, and cheerleaders. That's not all, though. You'll get to talk X's and O's with Senior Director of Player Personnel Will McClay and, of course, with yours truly, me, Brian Broaddus. You can trust the official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, and with us, you'll travel like a pro. Visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Jack Black? Right now, you can get the Jack Black Playmaker, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The Playmaker includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm and a Cowboys can cooler. Go to getjackblack.com cowboys and use the code word COWBOYS. The Jack Black Playmaker, 10 bucks, free shipping. While a player could look good on paper, it's when he's out on the field that you really find out what he's made of. That's why the Cowboys rely on more than just stats and scouting reports when building their team. When picking a tractor, it's why you should rely on more than just specs and features. You've got to take it out and put it to the test. The Cowboys did when they named John Deere their official tractor. Experience one for yourself. Visit myjohndeeredealer.com slash football. Back to the break. <laughs> okay, you want to go ahead and get that started, Derek? Sure. I'll hand it off to you. Game day prediction. Let's get this over with. Oh, man. Uh, okay, so Cowboys are playing the Bucks, right? Yes. Um, I think so. This, okay. this Bucks team. Hold on. For the record, real quick, sure. Derek wasn't here last week. And yeah. So we just assumed. Oh, hold no. On, hold no, on. No, 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 no. We no, assumed no. for Derek. That whose record at you the time were wrong. was eight. No. I was right. No. And we said Derek, he'll pick win. Nope. 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 And then and what I tell you guys right after the show. Why are you lying to fans? I'm not. What I tell you guys right after the show. What I told right after the show. He told us on Friday that he was going to pick a loss. And why did I say they were going to pick a loss? You remember? Not really. Because you said something about being hungry and all that stuff. That they, the Colts needed more. Yeah, I I believe in the desperate theory. You have two evenly matched teams. The team that's more desperate, I think, tends to win more often. And, he and everything said, was lining up where how they were on the road. Huh? I'm just saying, like, that was my thought on and Friday. And he also said, if if they lose this game, make sure and bring that up on Monday. If they don't lose, don't worry about it. I didn't want to bring it <laughs> Don't worry about it. I'll go to my grave believing that if Derek had sat down in front of the microphone on that Friday, he would have wound up picking a win. No, I, no. I, I made up in my, my mind agree. that Monday I was hold on to that for the next seventy-five years, Dave. <laughs> Wait, why? I don't get it. You're gonna live. He's gonna live another yeah. seventy-five years. Damn, on jeez, one hundred five. Right, make it to one hundred and five. 
shoot, let's do it. Not the way I'm I live. I'm not betting on that yeah. one. So not the way I live. Bets, I'm not betting on that one. <laughs> I'm not. No, I don't. I'm with you. Yeah, you're probably not betting with me on Be that. Be happy one. to make it to 80. Right. Anyway. That's convenient. But let me guess. You're picking but What Dallas? I was about to say is. The hungry can, team. It's, arf, arf. it's the Buccaneers. Like, seriously? Are we having this conversation? It's the Buccaneers. Oh if God. they can't win this you game. You just jinxed the, I, I don't, don't even care. believe in it jinxing. It was the Titans. Titans. Right, I was say. It was the Titans back then. The Titans. It's the Titans. <laughs> it's the Titans. <laughs> if they can't win this game, then. Silent T. You know, whatever. Titans. I, if you're going to pick a, a game, this is like a game that's just too easy to pick. Like. I'm, I'm actually gonna, in our survivor. Uh, I'm picking the Cowboys this week. I was uh, wondering about that. You're win. still in it. I am still in Colts it. Colts would be good. I'm having nightmares about Deshaun Jackson just <laughs> streaking past the Dallas defense. And I'm not saying he might not it's do the that. Buccaneers. But I still don't think that overall, they might bust a few plays. I just don't think they can sustain it enough to beat this team. I, think I really Dak, don't. Dak Prescott's the best quarterback on the field. I agree with that. That is not, that is not always the case. You know what? We Which haven't done like a, a crazy prediction in a long yeah. time. How about you give me one? Give you a crazy prediction? Yes. All right. Uh, let me think. Let me think. Let me think. All right. This week, the Cowboys will have three interceptions. How about that? Three interceptions. Okay. This is a quarterback that gives them away. Cowboys aren't great at picking Jeff the Heath. ball, but they will have three interceptions this week. Heath is a Winston, like, yeah. pick, three, pick yeah. machine. Yeah. Three career picks against Jay Boo. So they'll All have right. three. I'm good with that. All right. Nick? Victory, win, Cowboys. Did you he have said a Cowboys. Score? No score. Got a score, Derek? Yeah, you got a score. Oh, uh, Cowboys win uh, 27. Uh, no, I'm sorry. 26 to 12. 26-12. <laughs> Jeez, God, oh. that sounds like a boring score. All right. 26-12. I, I got Dallas 30 to 21. I think uh, there'll be some field goals in this game. This is an important game for Maher. Um, I, I think, like I said, I think Dak uh, is a better quarterback on this game because Winston, Winston is a little bit more reckless with the ball. He'll, he'll make better throws, but he'll also make you know some bad throws. I think when you look at Dak and some of the interceptions, some of them have been bad. Some of them haven't necessarily been on him. Um, I think they, I think they'll do better. My crazy prediction: they will be one hundred percent. Touchdown percentage in the red zone. Wow. That's how many trips? 100%. How many trips? I don't okay. care. One. one for one is okay. But I was right. Yeah, I can't wait till they get down there the first time and everybody's just looking over at yeah. you. I don't know, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to say 100%. I, okay. Uh, two for two. They should. Two for two. That's I got three touchdowns in the game. One of them will be um, kind of a longer one. Uh, for Gallup, they're going to connect. That might be crazy, too, but uh, Gallup connects with a long touchdown. But I'm going to go two for two down there. And not that crazy because, again, Tampa Bay, I mean, it's not even Swiss cheese in there. It's it's worse than that. If they can't score touchdowns in the red zone against these guys, just give yeah. up. Just stop. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, what Derek, Derek scared me, but I pretty much <laughs> I, I agree. I this You shouldn't lose to this team at home. They've been good at home. Um, and they've been and Tampa's been bad at on the Tampa road. has been bad on the road. Jameis Winston has not won a road start in more than two years. Is that what our friend Taylor Stern wow. told us they, this morning? They whipped the Saints first game of the year. Not whipped them, but they they controlled that game. It and, wasn't Jameis. And no, no, I'm yeah. just saying. And then they haven't won a road game since. Yeah, it's bad, and they're bad. Uh, the Cowboys they they should they have to win the takeaway turnover battle. They haven't had more than one turnover since Thanksgiving. I think that changes this week. Uh, that you got to, you should be able to get at least two off these guys. Um, 
regardless of what Marlon Mack did. I think they they will stop the run better against this team. Um, and I don't think that they they're too inconsistent to be a hundred percent in the red zone. But I think I think three or three out of four is manageable, and that'll get the job done. Um, multiple takeaways better in the red zone. I think they hit thirty points. Uh, my bold prediction: I think Dak is going to respond. I think four four touchdowns he will have a hand in. Well, however you want to divvy that up, maybe it's three passing and a rushing, maybe it's two and two, but. Big big day for him, and I say uh, 34-24. Still won't be super-duper comfortable because this team doesn't play super-duper comfortable already games. Got my Unless score. it's the Jaguars. <laughs> yeah, that, okay. Which, is, that the only time done, is that the only game this year where fourth quarter is just kind of like, Nick, write your story. You, you <laughs> can be done yes. by middle fourth In quarter. The, We're good. I mean, it, no, the, Colts. Well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> on the positive side. Because <laughs> right. we've known Carolina – Seattle, um, I think, and Indy, obviously, and I think there's even one more where you were like, "We know it." Oh yeah, they be. lost this game. Yeah. Well, Carolina and Seattle, like when we were down on the field, they were still driving. Mean, yeah, I don't Carolina, know. If, I don't know if you could say six. one score. Like game. you could have thought that there's no eight. way they win this, but I it had, wasn't like for sure. I had no confidence whatsoever yeah, they would do anything different. against Carolina. And then Seattle, I, I know, like when when they got picked off the second time, but. It was, I think it was twenty-four to thirteen at that. They were two scores down with like six minutes to play. Yeah, it didn't like, look good. Carolina was a one-score game. I just all to Deontay Thompson. Yeah, I would just bet. the fact that you were you didn't think they could, which we all probably were kind of like, I don't think this is going to work out. That's different than actually writing the story and being like, hey, go ahead and send it in. We're good. <laughs> you bet. know how this. Is You're right. You're right. But I would have bet my entire life savings that they weren't scoring no against the Panthers. Yeah. Um. Anyway. It won't be. It won't be that. They're not. If they win this forty to seven, then good for them. That is an encouraging sign for what that means for the playoffs. Yeah. But I just, I gotta see to believe. My crazy prediction. I'm gonna say, and this is kind of crazy because they haven't been utilizing Rico in the red zone. Really, they kind of stopped doing that sure. after a few games. But I'm gonna say they find a way to kind of throw Rico in there, and he will catch. His first touchdown. So if he does three this week no, no, and no. two next week, nah, no, nah, not gonna happen. But five, nah, fam, <laughs> we're not gonna get the five. <laughs> no. Is that out of the question? I, don't, I mean, maybe yeah. good. Yeah. that's a good prediction. That's a good crazy prediction, but it's crazy. Um, just I mean, because if they decide to use because at some again. point you've got to do something different, right? I mean, you would, you would think like, okay, well, let's let's trick this up a little bit somehow that's not really what jason garrett does though know, is it? it's more just like we gotta do we, we do better i'm gonna go to this press conference well, but what do they do like that's need to be able amazing. to run the football there that run the football and do your little waggles that's funny because they really don't right that's the point like they don't even do that so i don't yeah. know I don't, I don't know what i don't know what their goal really is i shouldn't say goal what their intended best strategy is when they get down to the red zone, I have no idea. I have no feel for what they think they do. I just want to run zone. a power, just quick, quick hitting run to Zeke right up the middle. Just see what happens. I'm okay with that. He's going to collide with someone, and he's probably going to win. And if I'm you okay with that, hit a little bit more, and then do it again. As long as the dude that he's hitting isn't already in the backfield, yeah. Because that's yeah. no. I mean, I mean, being serious. I'm not being facetious. Yeah, it's true. If the line can keep. Intact enough for him to get to the line of scrimmage. Yeah. I trust him to win way more often than he's going to lose. True. Well, I'm also picking Dallas to win. I'm just going to say like something weird, like 27, 23, so okay. something like that. Okay. Not oh. weird. Not all that weird. Yeah, yeah. Not that weird. That's a, that's a I don't, nail-biting I don't like game. It. I like even numbers. 
Gotcha. You know? yeah. So it's kind of when I see that. odd numbers. Twenty-seven, kind of twenty-three. But yes, cool. now we have Sean on the line waiting. Oh, He's Sean. from Tennessee. Sean, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Hi guys, how y'all Hi. doing? What's up, Hi. Sean? Doing good. Doing pretty good. Just you know, working, delivering these packages out here for everybody for Christmas. Very important. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. Have, you. Is this Santa? Do we you. have Santa on the line? That's awesome. very important. John. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's what they call us, you know. Yeah, Santa right. Claus, the real Santa Claus. Yeah. Um, I was just wondering on the on the red zone, like when we're within the five yard line. You think maybe we should do some misdirection stuff too, like. Most of the time when we run the ball, it's just like straight up the middle. And like everybody's wanting, you know, everybody's attacking the middle because they know it's coming. But like do some end around stuff like that, I think would, would uh, especially with like Amari, when he had that 11 yard run the other day, I think if we did that in the red zone, I think that would, you know, give us a little more comfort in the red zone too. And then like, um, defensively, I just, I just hope we don't have a collapse in defense on the run. Uh, I just wanted to see y'all thoughts on that. Y'all have a Merry Christmas. You, you too. And tip your drivers. Yeah. Thank yeah, you. No doubt about yeah, that. Really man, big time appreciation. All I can you, think man. about there is like if we mess up our job, you know, we can maybe fix it or do something. But like right now, he's talking about end around reverse to Amari Cooper on the goal line or whatever. And he very easily could just put the package in this house, but it really is supposed to go to this one. And that could change the entire scope of Christmas <laughs> in that house. <laughs> That just kind of worries me a little bit. Like, Put a lot of pressure on Sean. Why you not? really did. Right, yeah. That guy's that guy's great at his job. He's going to be awesome. I'm just saying though, this is the time of year when if you yeah. you know a lot of stuff, everything is in this day and age. Like they're the MVPs of Christmas. No doubt. I haven't gone to a store to do Christmas shopping in five years. I haven't. Straight up. Like literally at my front door right now, there's like this pile of yeah. boxes because oh, me and my good. wife have done most of our shopping Actually, online. Where you live? And it, so I can. Yeah. <laughs> no, they're where? inside the door. Inside the door. No, it's inside the door. But I'm just saying, it's a pile of boxes come from you know all the places I had a pile of boxes at it. my desk since thanksgiving i know you've been yeah. you've been accumulating stuff for a while mm -hmm. i will say this though about the misdirection the one thing you have to be a little bit careful of let's say it's a amari and you're trying to send him on an end around in in the open field the defense what you're hoping to do is help catch them in a, in a misdirection where they start flowing one way when you're down on the goal line they don't have as much ground to cover it really is north east and west more than north and south and so it's harder to really get on a play that develops so slowly like that. It's hard to trick them into not going the right way because they don't have as much ground to, to it, cover behind it, them. It really needs to be, and I, this sounds weird when you're talking about a receiver, but it needs to be a run-pass option uh, in, in, in that case. Yeah. Um, because you see those plays like the Philly special where that's a reverse and there's a guy sitting there. There needs to be maybe a Schultz or somebody blocking there if he doesn't get his guy. Turn around because yeah. that's where you saw Des actually, you know, throw the ball to Witten. And I think that was designed all the way. If anybody on this team is left handed, a receiver, you don't really know that. I think I said that to you the other day. I mean, reverses with a guy that's left handed, no one will ever expect that coming. So, but I, I would like to see maybe a shovel pass, pass. I think that's a similar thing. And I think if you can just get it blocked right, it does create this this opportunity for you then to be able to just yeah. kind of get your guy in. I don't think that ever works for the team that I'm, I'm actually. Well, for. my yeah, dream. Against, I see it work against around the NFL every Sunday, and it's just like. Cow You're right. The Cowboys don't seem. Then the Cowboys to do it with Schultz. They do. They, they, they did it with somebody. They've had a play in the playbook since August. Uh, it's a fake, fake end around to Tavon and a shovel to Zeke, and they've run it two or three times in games, and it always looks like it's gonna bust. I mean, in a good way, and then somebody makes like a shoestring tackle. 
Yeah. Mm. My want and my hope for this team is since they brought him here is what Tavon can do in situations like that. And for the millionth time, it's not even giving him the ball. It's just that little bit of hesitation where the linebacker takes a half step to his left when Tavon motions across. I think it would make such a huge difference. He just doesn't shoot the gap, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, you can't key on it because you have to make dead sure that he's not getting the ball because yeah. if he does, you're screwed. Uh, and it just it hasn't materialized. I don't think they used him enough when he was healthy. He hasn't been healthy for two months. Um, so I already said I don't think he's going to play. But if he does, I sure hope that is something that they would incorporate into the game. Yeah, and I agree. With that. If, uh, if I was the offense coordinator, you guys know I'd be running flea flicker at least once a game. But I for this not team, the not, line, in the, you not in the red zone. No, no, no. not in the red zone. But I'm, what, <laughs> you but see I'm that saying goal line no. first and goal at the five. Flea flicker. Would love to finish the sentence. <laughs> what, my, my, yeah, which is yeah, funny coming from coming me. From I you. get it. I get it. But no, what I'm saying is even more, even more than that. Like my number one thing I would do with this team is put Antoine Woods at, at fullback. I really would. I would put him in there. Human log. Huh? That's what they need. They don't have a true fullback, a lead blocker like that, a Karan Reed, somebody, even Connor Williams, somebody that's a little bit athletic, got some size. Big, yep. Antoine Woods, I think, would really, I mean, that, that would push the pile. Connor Williams would be a good one. Yeah, I mean, as a right. as a kind of an athletic fullback right there, let's do it. Yeah, let's go ahead and take our final break. When break. we come back, we'll keep ask, uh, answering some of y'all's questions. Break now. On there break. You go. Yeah. While a player could look good on paper, it's when he's out on the field that you really find out what he's made of. That's why the Cowboys rely on more than just stats and scouting reports when building their team. When picking a tractor, it's why you should rely on more than just specs and features. You've got to take it out and put it to the test. The Cowboys did when they named John Deere their official tractor. Experience one for yourself. Visit myjohndeeredealer.com slash football. It's time for tailgate with the Otterbox boys. Otterbox? The makers of those crazy protective phone cases? The one and only. They're also wild about protecting parking lot parties from sad drinks. It's why they made Elevation Tumblers. Rumor around the Crock-Pot is they're made from stainless steel with a copper lining to keep temps hot or cold. True. They even come in seven different sizes, up to 64 ounce the growler. Hmm. I like how Otterbox drinks. I mean, thanks. And that's been tailgating with the Otterbox boys. Check out all the colors and sizes of their Elevation Tumblers at otterbox.com. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Jack Black? Right now, you can get the Jack Black Playmaker, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The Playmaker includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm and a Cowboys can cooler. Go to getjackblack.com slash cowboys and use the code word COWBOYS. The Jack Black Playmaker, 10 bucks, free shipping. Star Sports Tours is the only official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, offering exclusive game weekend travel packages with sideline access and photo ops with current players, alumni, and cheerleaders. That's not all, though. You'll get to talk X's and O's with Senior Director of Player Personnel Will McClay and, of course, with yours truly, me, Brian Broaddus. You can trust the official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, and with us, you'll travel like a pro. Visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. A man's Stetson doesn't just protect him from life's elements. It projects an unstoppable and legendary spirit, just like the men wearing silver and navy on the field every Sunday. Since 1865, Stetson hats are American-made with pride right here in Texas. They are still the official crown of all self-respecting cowboys. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Find Stetson hats in the pro shop or at Stetson.com today. 
back to the break. Tommy John, just wear it. Go get it, buy it, get it for guys, get it for girls, put it on, wear it. You get 20% off your first order, tommyjohn.com. You still have time before Christmas to get some. Barely. Running out, but yeah. Jump in. Oh, I get it. Barely. Yeah. Yeah. Barely. What kind of noise is that? Yeah. You have some very interesting noises. Okay. Hmm. He does. He'll make Hmm. some weird noises here. Hmm. Hmm. All right. Well, we have Steve from New York. Stevie. Hey, how you doing? Um, Quick question. Well, I'm, I'm obviously hoping the Cowboys take care of business like they should. Uh, but I want to play devil's advocate for a second here and ask everyone's opinion on this. If this team loses the next two games and they miss the playoffs, which would be an epic collapse, is the head coach back in 2019? Absolutely no. not. No chance. No okay. way. And I'm, be like I would a be, riot. I would be so shocked if if I cannot imagine. Yeah. I, I cannot imagine a hey, scenario where I, Jason Garrett would not be the coach. At any point in the year of 2019, and the date of that game is what? December 30th. 30th. He will not be the head coach at any point in January if that happens. You think as soon as that game's over in New York? Give you 1A on the plane, and then that's it. Absolutely. What if they they lose both of these games, but the Eagles and Redskins both lose and you still win the division? Oh, that's right. Well, well, then, then you are the coach. Then if and, that if that's you, the case, you then you see how the playoffs go. Yeah, well, yeah. but honestly, right now game. it's still the same thing. If they win this weekend, I think it's still you see how the playoffs go because yeah. they go into the playoffs, even if they earn it this weekend, they go into the playoffs and that first weekend, let's say they play Seattle at home, and and Seattle just runs through them. I don't yeah. think there's any. I don't think there is a good chance that that he's going to be the. Guy I'm going to stand year. by this. Like it doesn't matter where, when, what if the playoffs end. If the season ends in utter disappointment, so that even means going to the championship game and having a 21-point lead and you lose or whatever. I mean, I'm just saying if it ends in utter disappointment, then I think— I don't know if I dis. I, I kind of disagree broad. with you on yeah, that. I don't well, think yeah, I can go I disagree there. With you. Like a surprise—I mean, it's going to be Because if they're, if they're in the championship game or the, the Super Bowl and they play— a horrible game. Yeah, I don't think that necessarily means he's gone. Now that may mean something for some of the other coaches on the staff. Yeah, but I don't what, know if that what, means what if, that you get rid okay, of the head ahead, coach. Steve. I'm so, yeah, but I mean, if he wins a division title and let's just say first round lose, mm-hmm. you're gonna you're, they're gonna fire him. You think based on that? I think so. I don't. It, but it, I think I will. It de- lose at home. I think to, it depends on how it looks. It, it just depends yeah. on how it looks. If it they lose the way they lost to the Colts, sure. If if Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers is them, then, you know, just maybe not leads him down there with no. And it's just Amari Cooper has a Des like yeah. catch non catch in the end zone. I really. Like, yeah. yeah, I think it depends. And I also <laughs> if they get to the NFC title game and get their doors blown off, I don't think he would be fired because it would either. be their first NFC title game appearance since 1996. Yeah. Yeah, he won't get. I can't imagine that. We hey, still haven't gotten one. Have we? Sorry, guys. There. The elusive championship game. Sorry, guys. Want to experience it? I know. Just want to experience it. They give we one of the perks we get here is to see a package of season tickets. Not that we ever get to use them, no. but um, our families are well taken. Oh yeah, no, absolutely. Um, but those those tickets are in there, and so you only need two, right? Because you're never going to play three playoff games at home you either have a buy or you're going on the road yeah so the nfc championship game ticket is sitting in that package and i'm just like oh, oh, oh. what if it'd be so nice what man. if be so nice uh anyway um no i mean mm. i really it's 
I don't think you can definitively answer that question, even right here on Christmas Eve-ish time. I think the one thing that we all agree on that is, in our at least in our opinions, is definitive, is if they manage to lose both these games. and If they're Philly, not in the playoffs. If Philly or Washington squeaks in to that to, to win the division, then I think it's going to be hard for me to imagine a scenario where it, the the ultimate price is that the head coach is is yeah. gone. I can't. I cannot imagine them missing the playoffs when you. I mean, you run the math on how near a certainty it was. Yeah. I can't imagine that. But it would be that would mean that it was an epic collapse. A, down one the of the worst collapses and, ever. And that would mean two of those final three losses were against teams that aren't even in the playoffs and are far from the playoffs that you lost. And one of them being at home. I just I, that would be an epic collapse. I and I just think that would be why it would be so hard for yeah. him to imagine a scenario where he'd be back. Depending on what plays out with the Colts, you could have all three of those losses come to non-playoff teams. I know the Colts are hot right now, but Very they true. are not in the playoffs. Yeah. So, we'll see. Here's a different question from Justin Farrell through Twitter. What is the key matchup the Cowboys have to win in order to beat the Bucks? The O-line versus the D-line or Dallas secondary versus Tampa's wide receivers. I'm gonna give I'm gonna give the O line uh, the benefit of the doubt because I expect the two starters to be back. I think Suafilo and Zach will be there, so I think that will be better. And that, I mean, the only thing Tampa does well is throw the ball, and so I think this is big for for Byron Jones. I think he's gonna see a lot of Mike Evans. Obviously, Deshaun Jackson's gonna play in this game. He has caught a lot of long touchdowns against this team in the past, so. That's the big one for me. If you can even just have moderate success against those guys, you should be fine, I think. With only two games left in the season, what are realistic flaws they can rectify over these next two games to give them confidence going into the playoffs? The one they need to rectify is the red zone. We'll have to wait and see if they can. But to me, of all the issues you would point at for this With team, two games left, to me, that's the that's one that possible. if you get that right, if you get that right, you change the complexion of your team because that's been their biggest Achilles heel all season. How many times have we seen them being able to move the ball in games up and down the field? It was a Colts game in the beginning. First half, they were moving the ball well. They just couldn't score. And so if they can get that part fixed, I think everything else that you would see as a problem, I think becomes a much less problem because then your defense is playing well, you're scoring. That's what you need. Imagine what it would do for their confidence to have, like if Nick's right and they go four for four in the red zone, score 34 points. You've touched down every time you go down there. Even if, I mean, I know the Bucks are bad at it, but I just think that would do wonders for the confidence of the play caller, the quarterback, the running back, everybody, if if they had a game that, that good. Yeah, I agree. Here's a fun question. What existing players seem to be misused, like Byron was, that could transition to a different role next year? Antoine Woods could be playing full. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, the obvious one is, and I can hear the fans screaming it, which... Something to keep an eye on, but Lyle Collins. Back to guard. Connor Williams. I, did, I mean, and that's, you know, people people will yell at us because we, you know, I sit here and tell you, like, well, Byron's a safety. He's not going to play corner. Like, I'm not trying. I'm not an analyst. I'm not trying to tell you what I think is best. I'm saying that's what they think. Mm -hmm. And so you never know these types of things until the coaches come around on it, basically. Like, if you ask Jason Garrett about Lyle Collins right now, he'd say, well, we think he's he's best suited to play tackle. In March, it could be a whole nother story. And then they'll act like it was their idea all along. That's we've talked about that before with Connor. Uh so I don't know. I don't 
I don't know that Lyle will move. I don't know that Connor will move, but it is something that I would have my eye on with the way this line has struggled this year and trying to find a home for Connor long term. It's just something that I would consider. The only other choice, and this this would have to take a little bit of you know weight room work and all that, but the only thing I could think of would be Noah Brown maybe at tight end, but I, he just doesn't I seem like he's so much, got huh? that. Huh? Wouldn't you have to gain a, a lot more weight? He's how tall is he? He's six two. He's forty pounds underweight. Yeah, he'd have to gain a. I don't wait. I think. Yeah, I don't. I mean, he's a big. He's a big receiver. And, he's a big and, receiver, and he does a lot of things that are similar to a tight end. I mean, him being on the team, to me, I think next year you don't need four tight ends if you're going to keep him at all. So they got to figure out the tight end situation. So he may not be a tight end, but he might be the type of player that keeps you from having to go long there. Those are the only ones that come to mind for me, though. Yeah, maybe I'm forgetting somebody, but. But I was thinking, uh, I was talking about this yesterday on the Spanish podcast, and it's crazy to think that several months ago we were all talking about the possibility of releasing um, Byron Jones, or people asking, you know, or saying wanting the Cowboys to cut Byron and move on from him, and look at where he is now, making the Pro Bowl. At a cornerback, I can't it's believe, amazing. I can't believe they gave him the fifth year option. Yeah, it was a little and, bit oh, surprising, then, and yeah, they're yeah, very yeah. and they're very happy with themselves for doing that. Now they have to sign him. But it's, isn't that all about Chris Richard? All about coaching, yeah. man. It is, but it, but it, I think he laid down the foundation, and I, I don't think if he leaves, it's not gonna. No, no, no. Hey, what I mean is yes. the decision to go with the fifth year option because he saw a vision for the player sure. that was different, maybe than what they were seeing. I'll give you know, I'll give my timetable is really bad. Sorry, but. That happened after Chris Richard was already hired. It's a great. I, don't know. That's I a good do not question. remember. Yeah. Oh no! Well, it's like May, May for the next year. Yeah. Yeah. It's May. Yeah. Yes. So, so he, he was, was already here, and then okay. they made the decision. Yep. Yeah. I love the dichotomy, but you know, I asked Jason Garrett. I asked Jason Garrett point blank. I said, "What was Chris Richard's role in the decision to move Byron Jones to the corner?" He said, "Well, it's a collective. collective. It's a collective decision. <laughs> we all talk about, it. of course, as the defensive backs coach." Chris had a really big part in that, but that's we all get together and yada yada yada, kumbaya. Um, and then I asked Rod Marinelli on Thursday, and he was like, "Day one, Chris Richard walked in here and said, this guy's got the length, this guy's got the athleticism, this is my kind of corner. We need this guy playing corner." And I was like, "Thank you, Rod. Thank you for answering the question." And it has, um, goodness gracious, what a what a call on Chris Richard's part. And think about it. All these years, they had an opportunity to say that long time ago that he needs to be playing corner. They did not. So you could say it was a group decision, but that group decision hadn't been made up until yeah. this year when Chris Richard got here and said, that's yeah, my kind of guy. Thing, you know? The thing about it was is that, I mean, he, he wasn't playing well at safety. In fact, Kayvon Frazier was splitting time with him at the end of the season there right. at safety. So, like, he kind of needed a home and – he was a he found a, it average, average safety to a Pro Bowl corner, and, and you know the Cowboys. He's got another year on his deal. It's worth noting, and and the, I'm sure the Cowboys are interested in bringing him back. But either way, just from Byron's standpoint, like he's going to make a ton of money somewhere because of that decision. So like you know, send Chris Richard a Christmas card, basically. And he's really good on no moss. Just yeah. So people well. <laughs> He's, I mean, A.G. and Byron are thick as thieves. Like, they're the homies. Yeah, for a moment. But he was <laughs> got a little bit. <laughs> well, he, he's into art, so that, yeah. that oh, brings that helps. us closer. That yeah, helps. yeah, yeah, yeah. He, and if you guys don't know what I mean, there's a show called No Moss We Do that Amber does. Um, and she's got, you had uh, Byron Jones with Rico this week. 
really good episode, I thought. So if you guys check it out, when are we publishing that today? Yesterday. Oh, yesterday. Yesterday. So make sure you go check that out. Jeez, really thanks, good. Derek. I saw it at my desk. I <laughs> no, didn't yeah, need yeah, to go yeah. online. I really see watched it. it. So, uh, but yeah, you guys go check it out. It's a really good, really good episode. Thank you. Well, here's. Uh, I don't know if we have time. I guess not. One last question, maybe. Yeah, Real sure. quick. Why not? A quickie. It's okay. Christmas. <laughs> what is the ceiling for Blake Jarwin and Dalton Schultz? We've seen them kind of uh, progress in the past couple of weeks. Do you see them having a good future here in Dallas? It's a good question. Um, I think the answer to each of those questions is yes. I think the answer to both of them is no. I don't need I don't need Jarwin and Dalton Schultz both here. Why not? Because I, I'm, they're both just okay, and I need someone better than that, and I'm going to draft someone that's going to be better than that, and I'm going to keep swaying, and one of those two guys, I, I don't need them both. Let me ask you this. You look around the NFL, and there are only – a handful of teams, three or four teams that have a dominant tight end. Most of them, and these are even good teams, most of them have a tight end that's kind of in that same boat. Yeah, average guy. Use him as you need to use him, especially if you have a lot of talent at wide receiver and or running back. Yeah. Then the tight end is just a guy that, that can catch a few passes here and there for you and can block. So if if you... Do you draft a tight end this year? Yeah, I don't. I, I'll say this. I'm less and less thinking it has to be my second-round pick. Okay, let's say you draft a tight end in the third or fourth round, yeah. and he's pretty good, and he's got some athleticism. Okay, he's making the team. And, and, and Swain comes back, and he's going to make the yeah. team. Then you need not, You're right. Swain's no, I get not that. a lock to be here. He's not a lock either. Yeah. But just, I get all that. I'm just saying, though, I, my opinion has changed. Of You know how they were talking about before the season, do you need to have a number one wide receiver? I think yeah. that's been proven you need somebody that can take that pressure off your, your running game. But I don't know that it's been – I don't know that I believe right now that you have to have a tight end the caliber of Jason Witten in order to be successful You kind of do. I mean, it's offense. been – I, I mean, so. based on what you've watched right now, Dak needs that kind of help. He needs a tight end that he can trust, that he can rely on, that can catch the ball and Agreed. make plays. I, agree. I mean, that's nice. That's nice. But I don't know if that necessarily is going to make Dak okay. appreciably right, better. But these, the question of those two guys, my, my answer is I just don't know how many average tight ends you need. So I don't know if I need them both. Although I will say, I the if they get better, that's fine. And I think Schultz can maybe get better. We are sh seeing exactly why Schultz was picked, and obviously it's delayed. You would have preferred to see it from day one. That's fine, but he's a smart guy. He's a better receiver than he gets credit for. He has he's grown leaps and bounds he just has. in the month that he's been active. Much like Connor Williams, give him a year or two in an NFL weight program. Like I absolutely believe he could be a starting caliber tight end. I still. I disagree just because I think your second or third round pick should be a tight end this year, just in the interest of increasing the talent level. Yep. But I'm happy with real, all three of those guys, really. I mean, and I don't know, nothing against Rico. He just hasn't shown yeah. as much. Yeah. Well, what's coming this weekend? Let's, let's go. He's got, he's got, he's got to get five. He's got to get five. He better get going this weekend. Feliz Navidad, people. Um, enjoy this weekend and have a Merry Christmas. There will be a show on Monday at what time? Who knows? TBD to <laughs> yeah. be determined. Oh, okay. In the morning. <laughs> we shall see. Sometimes I don't know. just check the website, check, check the app. And yeah, for Nick Kidman, Derek Eagleton, David Hellman, Amber Garcia, this has been Cowboys Break on DallasCowboys.com radio. Radio. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys?